0: On today's episode, The Art of the Group Selfie, Why Your Relationship Isn't, and LB, put something hot in your mouth. All that and more on today's episode of Bad Advice with
1: Lori Beth Denberg. Help me out, Almighty Lori Beth Denberg. Give me the vital information so I get the right thoughts to do yeah. The church of Lori Beth is in session, and we're reading from the scriptures of vital information. So I can my gotta send my savior. Just tell me what's going on with me. Oh my God, I sang my Savior, my LPT. Just tell me what's going on with me.
2: God, my voice is annoying. <laughs> this is Lori Beth Denberg, and welcome to the Bad Advice Podcast. <laughs> With me, as always, is Clark Crozer. Hello.
0: Hello. How are you?
2: I am doing okay. <laughs>
0: okay, it good. It is
2: nice and cool in here. It
0: is, yeah. It's always nice and cool in here. You uh, still suffering from... Uh, heat exposure at home?
2: I am, but I've been staying at my friend Abby's house a lot. Oh,
0: nice. Good. (laughs) She's
2: so excited because she has a a room with an air, she has air conditioning in her house, but, Did we talk about this last week? No, no. Uh, But she also has one room that has an air conditioning unit. Unit.
0: Oh my god! Double air conditioning. She
2: is like so ecstatic that I can come. Does
0: she store meat in that room? Like, well,
2: yeah, (laughs) a couple hundred pounds of meat. Plus, I just really hedged on my weight there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know it's just uh i just turn it on i took a bath and wash awesome. my hair and then go in 68 degrees oh it's very very nice that's amazing
0: that's great and
2: i'm like dad i'll see you in a while <laughs> but i'll tell you something a few degrees make such a freaking difference oh yeah our my dad keeps the house at 78 degrees okay so 78 or 79 sure sure uh but when our housekeeper comes over. We have this lovely woman who yeah. comes and helps and cleans the house. Sure. Once every other week. Okay. And when she is there, I turn down the air conditioning for this woman. Because
0: she's working. She's like she's working laboring.
2: Very hard. Yeah. And and she said to me, She's like, Oh, Lori, it's so hot. And I'm Ugh. like, oh, I'm gonna go <laughs> turn it down. Yeah. Um, and yesterday I did, I turned it down just to 75.
0: Wow. And it was
2: like such a difference
0: maybe that's the ticket maybe we figured out how to fool yeah. your dad you just, just have just... to start uh, planning people to come
2: over to the exactly. house more often oh no that broke
0: yeah oh I... this tile's loose yeah I, we gotta fix this tile
2: and i'm like dad how much are we spending on workmen? is it more than <laughs> if you just left the fucking house at 75 degrees
1: <laughs> exactly. Let's put this
2: to- but my dad's old and he's not hot like he's always cold I, yeah, but circulation is an here, issue.
0: Here's my problem with people who get too cold from air conditioning.
2: Yeah. You could put on a sweater. You put on a sweater, I know. You could put on socks. I know.
0: I can't rip off layers of my skin that keep me hot.
2: I have tried.
0: Okay. So yeah,
2: sleeping at Abby's house is uh very nice. Yeah. It's very nice of her to have me there. We have fun together. Nice. Um,
0: Little mini vacation.
2: Exactly. And she's the one with the red dogs, so I get dogs. Nice. They sleep with me. They sleep with her. Sometimes we each get one.
0: <laughs> so it really,
2: really works out. That's awesome. So I'm feeling pretty good today.
0: Yeah. Well, you've had a busy week.
2: I have had a busy week.
0: This has been a, a, a pretty, pr- pretty busy week for you.
2: I am. Well, part of it it didn't doesn't have to do with this, but now that I'm vaccinated yeah. and things are opening up a little bit yeah. for the moment. Because <laughs> yeah. it's all gonna change. And so I'm trying to take advantage of it like can. Yeah. So I did um well, the thing that doesn't have to do with this is I did do GalaxyCon. Right. I yeah. did that virtual, my first virtual convention. Yeah, that was a
0: few days ago now. Yeah,
2: it was really um it was really fun. I mean, the funnest part was being on a panel with, you know, Mike, Danny and Steven, Steven Glickman of Big Time Rush. And <laughs> Mike and Danny, my right. my big and little Pete. Right. Um, and the guy that was uh, moderating it, his name was Patty. And he's like a super 90s nerd Nickelodeon, mm. like super into it, just like. Touch to my heart. Right. But not my bottom because we weren't in person. <laughs> he didn't emotionally scar me like all those other panel moderators <laughs> in the past. But um, so that was really fun. But it's not the same because we can't see the audience. Right. Like I'm used to Zoom meetings where you see everybody's faces and yeah. I still kind of expect that. Yeah. But that's not how these things work. You just see the people uh, that you are talking, you know, on the panel. Right. And then what they did was they had um, Q&A. They had people submit questions and then they would ask us those questions. Gotcha,
0: but it was the moderator that would kind of read you the questions? Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, they
2: You know what? I will just say about this. If you are a celebrity yeah. and GalaxyCon asks you to be part of their thing, you yeah. should do it. Oh, okay. Because they just did such an amazing job making it so easy. They know that, the talent and the actors are going to fuck shit up. Yeah, so right? So they made it so I didn't even have to push. I only had two buttons that I needed to push. Okay. And one was to mute myself when I was coughing. <laughs> okay. And the other one I was really, really grateful for because... um after the Q and A, which yeah. was just like an hour, could have yeah. been more. I mean, it could always be more to me. Oh yeah, I don't know.
0: You love talking with people. Yeah,
2: I do. Even though I couldn't see their faces and stuff. Yeah, it was like getting to hang out with Danny and Mike and Steven. Like yeah, it was exactly. Fun. But then after that, we did the private video chat. So people paid, and then the chats were only two minutes long. Huh. Which, when they told me that, I was like that's not long enough yeah and especially because what we have, we talked before about when we talked about conventions that there's a large number of people on the spectrum oh yeah and so i was really like i didn't like that you know 2 minutes and then yeah. trying to connect with somebody and knowing that it takes some people more time to to get the words out or whatever totally but there was this little 10 second button oh. that I could hit to add 10 seconds. Oh, nice. And they were like, uh, when we did a little tech check, the the dude was like, so, but you know, just careful. If you hit it a bunch of times, it'll be like 10, 20, 30. So of course, like immediately I'm like, <laughs> push, push, push push push, <laughs> push, 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 Yeah, so I probably spent, you know, four to five minutes and there was ev- with, with everybody. And there's even one guy who bought three, so he bought six minutes. Wow. And I push, push, push with him, too. You know, it's wow. just like, I just, two minutes isn't enough. And I'm not so famous that I'm like, there's a huge line. Right. Well, you know? I, I was going to
0: say, there's there's kind of an, uh, a double-edged sword to the conventions like this uh, for the, the people that are trying to get to you. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, there's usually a really, really long line. But there's usually a long line, especially for you, because... When people are coming up to you, you're not just like, Taking the photo. Hey, what's going on? What's your name? Frank. Okay. And you sign Frank, yeah. and then you here you go. Thanks a lot. Like every single person that comes up to you, you're
2: like, Hi, how are yeah, you? What's your talk name? To Where them are you from? Exactly. So if- Josh Server once like noted to me that, like, oh, you sign your whole name. Because he has one of those, like, Josh, I'm sure you're not listening, but <laughs> stop douching it up on your signature. One of those just like blah, blah.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah.
2: sign. My, I mean, I say L.B. Denberg, sure. and it's quick. Sure, sure, sure. But I remember he goes, man, you sign your whole name. And I'm like, yeah, it's not autograph. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm not as douchey as some people <laughs> with a Sharpie.
0: Um, but it's also very appreciated from somebody who has stayed, you know, waited in line to see pe- famous yeah. people. It's a pre- I'd rather wait longer in line if when I got up to the front, the person that I was waiting in line for wasn't just like, sign, 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 here you go. Sign, yeah, sign, sign, here you go. It's like,
2: who gives a shit? Yeah. I mean, autographs are weird anyway. It's yeah. like, I have your name, <laughs> you know? And so to me, it's more of an interaction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they're at times, and this, like, just at certain times yeah. when maybe there's, you know, five people or more, whatever that just want an autograph and it's like, okay, cool, and I have to go somewhere. That right, does not happen often. Right. But it happened, you know, it's happened at Disneyland and sure. stuff and people just want a quick, people generally don't ask for autographs anymore. Yo, Like really? when, when I meet people just in the world. Yeah. Cause it's, it's
0: photos, yeah, right? It's, yeah.
2: Because it's so easy. It's like, let's take a photo, let's take a selfie. Yeah. And I always take the phone and I'm like, I've done this before. You know and I <laughs> I lift it up and shoot from the top and, you know, steal
0: like, steal their credit card info exactly
2: <laughs> um and this way that i learned to take a picture with a big group
0: right which is i
2: they get together behind me i step forward hold the camera up so i'm in the foreground and they're in the background yeah and i'm like this is how we do When i was on a um uh one of those tours with danny oh yeah yeah, when yeah. we were at a brewery and there was just like 30 people there together, oh, like, nice. a it's like a big like a giant group. Yeah, of all 90s. I mean, they were there to see us. Yeah, so yeah. on the way out, it was like, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? And I was like, okay, everyone together.
1: I just start, <laughs> I mean, you know how I am. Yeah, exactly. I
2: just kind of art directed it. Right. I gave everyone their blocking. Yeah. Took the picture and said, texted to each other. <laughs> um, but because it was just like, you know, it, it would have been too much. And they were all one group. So I knew they had right. each other's numbers and right. all that kind of Stuff. And they always, you know, big
0: groups like that, they want everyone to be in the photo so yeah. that there could be, you know, 40 people tagged exactly. in the one photo. It was,
2: it was, that was really funny. And then I think Danny and our our handler there were like, wow, you really know what you're doing. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I want to make everyone happy. I want to interact and I want to go home right now because we're, we're, we were done. You yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. We had yeah. done the whole show and signed autographs and done a pre show. And, you know, I just don't, I mean, but it's easy for me to say, like, I don't understand people that are blah, blah, blah. But I am not. I, 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 I'm I not. I guess I'm famous, but I'm not like. famous. Well, no,
0: I think it's more your personality. There's a lot of people that get famous that get, you know, that are actors or singers or whatever. And they are not meant for the spotlight. Mm. Like they have the talent. Yeah. But they don't. They're not good in front of people and you are always so great with people. You're not jaded and bitter by your, by your fans. Yeah. No. You love your fans, and if they want to stop you in the middle of the grocery store and say that they love you, you're fine with that. I you're am. happy with that. Yes. So there's a lot of people that kind of hate that and and stray f- or they they kind of like push away from that. And you're not one of those people. No, so. and, and
2: I and that's I had to learn that. We talked about mm. this in prior episodes. Yeah, um, like in the in the body image episode, I think where it was like I was just so used to kind of hiding from the world, and then right. like all of a sudden people were coming up to talk to me. I didn't know what to say. I had to learn. Right. I had to really learn how to interact with this person kind of on another level than like they're a fan and I'm, you know, their object of their affection. The object of their obsession. (laughs) Like you've been in every grocery store I've been in for the last six months. Exactly. They're like, oh, did you forget to get cornflakes? You usually get cornflakes. All right. Security. But, um, yeah, so I did have to learn to do that, but I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and I talk to people that aren't fans that don't recognize, you know, I'm Sure, like,
0: sure.
2: Hey, to whoever. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, not
2: drawn out conversations, but like, I just acknowledge people living in the world. Yeah, exactly. So, but then there's that extra thing where, you know, I had people in the in the chats like right off the bat, the first chickie was like, you know, it really meant a lot to me seeing someone that looked like me on TV yeah. and really going for it. You know, I had another guy who was on the spectrum. Who just kind of went and had all this stuff to tell me about Mm. he had a bad childhood and how much it meant to him and the show. And then I made him laugh. You know, and this is people want to tell me things as much as they want to go like, tell me a story. You know, that's what most of these interactions at the conventions are. Right. People, like both of them, I think said, I've been waiting 25 years to tell you that or to ask you this. Yeah. And it's like that's That's the interaction to me. It's like, you know, then there are other people I think who have just bought autographed pictures and I will like Galaxy Con like has it all down. They're like, we'll send them to you in a box with (laughs) Sharpies and everything and you'll send them back to us.
0: It's so weird. I don't I just now kind of thinking about this, but it's odd that you don't have the kind of fan that comes up to you and is like, uh, in episode 47, you A
2: couple had, times. Has it happened? A couple times. When I was doing a con in Fishkill, New York. Okay. Uh Fishkill? Fishkill. Oh,
0: okay.
2: Um, I think. All right. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. But uh, and I was with Danny and Josh and Level Up Entertainment.
0: Ooh.
2: Um, and there was this one guy, like Super Spectrum guy, who was like in the episode of, you know, he didn't name the whatever, but he was talking about a very specific sketch huh. that I had zero recollection yeah. of. Zero. <laughs> and because that's what happens when I end up watching the show. Right. I'll be like, oh, I remember that. And this is what was going on backstage. And that's what happened with that. Right. You know, that gag that didn't work. And we did it twice. And then right. there'll be sketches where I'm like, I have no <laughs> recollection. Right. It's like I it we like, could
0: play it for you and you'd still be like, wow, I have no memory no, of like recording No, like definitely
2: this. somebody roofied me right before. <laughs> and then I did that sketch and then woke up the next day feeling funny. Right. I feel a little funny. I feel like something funny happened. <laughs> I guess I'll see it in 20 years on a rerun.
0: Pulling pieces of corn out of your hair yeah, for exactly. some reason.
2: What is this? <laughs> From between my teeth, more like it. Um, how did I get all this corn straw in my teeth? It's all a blur. It's all a starchy blur. So yeah, that was, it was really, really fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. It's not the timing. We know hashtag one million hugs. It's not. I don't see that on the horizon as soon as I want. Yeah,
0: unfortunately. um,
2: Maybe I should do some PSAs. Although I don't know who the people are that aren't getting Vaxing. vaccinating yeah. yeah so i don't know maybe all of my awesome fans are already like we're done dude we're ready for hugs <laughs> yeah exactly know, i'm like talk to your talk to your asshole uncle then yeah exactly who won't wear a mask and, and doesn't even want a hug from me that's i think Ugh. the problem i think if all the anti-vaxxers met me Oh yeah. They would want a hug yeah. and that would be enough encouragement. Sure. I think. Of course. I think that that is. If, yeah. If people
0: knew that was an option on the table.
2: Exactly.
0: That might change some minds. Exactly. I, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, that was uh that was really, that was fun. And I can't, I, I, I'm so sad that con season is kind of over yeah. and didn't really exist. It's a little sad for me, but. There's always next year. Yeah. Um, why don't we uh, stray a little, though, and move on to some questions for today? Okay. Um, question number one is from a fan named Shirley. We knew many Shirley's in our Shirley! time. Uh, and this is what Shirley has to say. She says, <clears throat> hey, you two crazy kids. <laughs> so here's my dilemma. I've been in and out of an on and off relationship with this one guy for a few years. Every time we get really close to the point of moving in, he pulls back. A couple of months ago, he lost his cell phone, or so he claims. So he's been using his cousin's cell phone to stay in contact with me. Apologies for all these timeline events, but a month ago was the closest we've got to moving in together. And he ghosts me. I've tried messaging his cousin to see if he's okay with no response. I've even tried addressing the text to him personally to his cousin's cell phone. And again, no response. This is the longest we've gone without speaking. I really don't know what my next course of action is. I feel like a fucking loser magnet, and I feel like a failure. Any bad advice, you guys? Feeling lonely and sleepless in San Francisco that's surely yeah
2: i'm gonna quote uh my good friend lex okay this kid is trash (laughs) yes surely this guy is nothing and he's proved to be nothing he's not serious he's sketchy yeah at best at best at worst, he's got 10 other girlfriends who, yeah. he, you know, once every week promises one there, you know, we'll move in together. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I
0: mean,
2: this guy, you're done with this guy. Oh,
0: please. You're
2: done with this guy. If you're taking my, well, I guess that's my instruction, not my advice. Yeah. <laughs> Surely, as long as you're living under my roof, you're going to follow my rules. You're going to turn the air conditioning down and you're going to (laughs) stop saying this piece of shit. Seriously. Yeah, it's not. I mean, even for you to go back, read your question and say the, like you said, sorry for the timeline. Right, You've been going through this for long enough. Yeah,
0: we're sorry for your timeline.
2: And P.S. and by the way, I only know this because I've done it.
0: Right. You know,
2: it's not, you're not a failure and you're not an idiot. You might you might feel that more. I feel that more in hindsight mm -hmm. when I finally go, fuck this. And I go, oh shit. I should have said fuck this at six months. Or I did. Yeah. And then he was like, No, well, I'm in a bloody. Exactly. And, you know, this guy is not. This guy doesn't care about you or what you need. Right. You know, and I'm sure he might be nice from my experience. (laughs) He might be nice in person, and maybe there's really hot sex. Or maybe who knows what. Yeah. But no you don't almost move in with somebody multiple times. Right. You just don't. Right. And he you got to, you know. Kick him to the curb, girl. (laughs) You know, he's just... Did she say she has kids?
0: Uh, No, I don't see any kids. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha.
2: Yeah, this kid is trash, Yeah. And you're not a... I mean, this relationship is failing. You feel like you're a failure because he never commits. He's not going to, and that's his fucking thing. Right. You're failing yourself by keeping putting yourself through it. Right. But you know, to say like, oh, I'm failing because I can't get, like, I can't close the deal, whatever. There's no one there to close the deal with.
0: Yeah. You know, a contract
2: needs to be co-signed.
0: Exactly. You can write
2: your name as many times as you want, but this kid is trash.
0: Yeah. And, and also I feel like there's such an element of hope, right? When you're, dating somebody when you're hoping that this is going to evolve into something bigger, Mm -hmm. something better, you have that hope in your body and the longer that hope gets stretched out, the thinner it gets and the easier it is for it to snap and as soon as it snaps, yeah, you start to feel like you're a failure or you're a loser or that it's your fault but in the end, what have you done, Shirley? All you've done is hoped and really tried to make this relationship work. And it didn't, and it's not your fault that it didn't.
2: No, but you, the hope, Clark, though, is that a relationship will work. The hope is to get, you know, companionship, comfort, partnership, all that kind of stuff.
1: Exactly. And
2: what Shirley and I have been (laughs) excitedly, you know, what we have in common is trying to make trying to make a situation that is not fruitful, that is not giving us companionship, comfort, love, sex, whatever it is into that.
0: Exactly. You know, it's like,
2: oh, there's something good here. So it could be better. I'm just gonna hold on. I'm just and you know, I don't know, Shirley, if a lot of that is like, is this the best I can do? I've already invested so much time. Right. You know, why why is it me? Why doesn't he want me? If I can be better, then right. he'd move in. Right. But none of that is fucking true. Yeah. None
0: exactly. of that is true.
2: This guy is not giving you what you want or need. And to say that you've been dating someone on and off for years and they're ghosting you is like the there's, there's nothing real there.
0: Yeah. Exactly. There's That's nothing
2: a, real there, especially for him.
0: That is clearly a trash person that is leading you along.
2: That kid is trash. Yeah. Lex Crozer,
0: 2021. <laughs> so hopefully that helps, Shirley.
2: All right. Moving on to
0: question number two, uh, a phone call. Uh, and this is also a short, good, quick question, but I feel like it's, there's a lot of deepness to this. There's a okay. this is a deep question. You ready? Okay. Okay. Here we go.
2: Oh, hey guys, uh, long time listener, serial caller, Trina here. I was just wondering what you think I should make for dinner. I guess next week when this possibly airs, whatever day this airs, what should I make for dinner tonight? Um, side note, I don't like
1: tomatoes, so please, nothing with tomatoes. That's pretty much it. Have a great day. Thanks. Okay. That's
0: Trina. So what what should Trina eat for dinner tonight?
2: Well, now, Trina... Is the lunch lady, right?
0: Yes, 100% Trina is the lunch lady. I'm remembering
2: Trina as the lunch lady. Yeah. So I suggest a small square pizza (laughs) and a carton of milk and apple slices.
0: You've already uh, done this wrong. She said she doesn't like
2: tomatoes. But a lot of people that don't like tomatoes like- still like
0: like pizza. pizza, Yeah, yeah. I don't like cheese and I eat pizza. Exactly. And then Clark,
2: by the first and a half piece is like, I'm just taking the toppings off. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Give me the rest of the pizza and go eat a loaf of bread. <laughs> Please. Uh, so Trina, yeah, I, I, I don't love tomatoes either. I love ketchup. I like sauces. Right. Now let me think about did, this. Did
0: you sing the ketchup is a vegetable song or was that just me? Because that was, I think, in Robin Hood.
2: I did in not. Elementary,
0: in Mrs. Playsons' class. Okay. I think when you left, we did Robin Hood. You went to second grade. We did Robin Hood, and I was the sheriff of Nottingham. Okay. And the whole point in the play was that King uh, King John, whatever the bad king was, uh-huh. has declared that nobody gets to eat vegetables because now ketchup is a vegetable. Oh. So just eat ketchup.
2: That doesn't sound like- And we had like a ketchup
0: like, is a vegetable song. That doesn't
2: sound like a very bad idea. <laughs> uh yeah okay no i don't remember that song okay it that must have been awesome. after you left yeah i think like you say after i left like like <laughs> i went on the road or something i was in <laughs> third grade
0: you yeah, were next door in mrs canetchley's <laughs> class
2: oh my goodness oh k-n-e-c-h-t-l-i hey there she you she made her uh mrs knetchley had her Name as a spelling word yes. until you got it. And I, that's how much I got it. I, K-N-A-C-H-T-L-I. Wow. That's amazing.
0: Day,
2: um Wow. Yeah. So Trina, Trina, Dinner, Dinner. Now,
0: so, do you want to go elaborate? This well, is she is a cook.
2: This is the thing. I think we're gonna give two options.
0: Okay. Okay. We're gonna give
2: three options. Okay. Because the first one is order Thai food.
0: Okay. I like it. I like it. We're
2: going to go low impact, medium impact, high impact. All right.
0: Now, uh, ordering Thai food. Yes. Should she order something that she always gets or should she get something maybe a little new, a little different? One of each. One of each. I like it.
2: One of each. I like it. I I do have, as you are implying, as we all do, that... Anxiety, stress about eating somewhere you eat yeah. and not getting the thing you always get. Yes. You go, I always get this. I should try something new. But what if that's terrible? And then I didn't get what I know I like. <laughs> exactly. One of each.
0: Okay, good, good, good.
2: So Okay, that's uh, option one. That's option one. Option two is some sort of chicken dish.
0: Chicken dish. Uh, Something. Should, should we be more specific? Should well, we say like? I'm working on okay, it.
2: Okay. Okay. Um. Now I know that Clark. We're gonna go with a uh, boneless chicken breast. Okay. Clark does not eat, eat bones yeah. in food.
0: Meat on the bone.
2: Meat on the bone is not a Clark thing. Yeah. It's an anti-Clark thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Clark's on the watch list for the bone-in meat council. <laughs> exactly. I'm like we,
0: anti-pasta. They've
2: got your, exactly. They've <laughs> got your uh, picture up with the like rifle thing <laughs> over it, the sights <laughs> of the rifle. So we're going to just go with regular chicken breasts Kay. with no bones. Kay. And, you know, that can be made into so much. Yeah.
0: Do a little lemon vinaigrette sauce A little sauce
2: lemon on vinaigrette. Top. I was even thinking... To slice it oh. and do a little stir fry. Oh. Speaking of vegetables. Yeah. Maybe I, a little
0: noodles. Yes. Little... I like
2: broccoli. Yeah. But I like, a, see, this is where I think I'm low class. Okay. I don't want your fucking al dente bullshit. Oh no! I want my pasta and my vegetables cooked. Yes. Um. So, but Trina, you are welcome to have dentized <laughs> right. anything you want. <laughs> but I'm thinking, you know, even a pack. Again, this is medium impact, so yeah. you could buy and chop vegetables, or you could just buy a bag of B-
0: of Asian yeah, veggies. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Toss
2: that in uh, a big pan, a wok if you have one. Sure. But, you know, or just a big pan and kind of just do a a little stir fry. Maybe a little
0: sesame oil in there. I was going to say
2: that, yes. Uh, soy sauce, oh. sesame oil, maybe something a little spicy if you're down. I like it. Uh, just a little, though. I don't like it really spicy. <laughs> and since I will be coming to dinner, <laughs> you should really consider that.
0: Okay, okay.
2: So then, yes, and then some nice, you could do some noodles on the side. You could do white rice sure. or brown rice. Sure, sure, sure. I love um this really is a deep question it is i really love like when i get chinese food to i love the sauciness which i know is just like oil salt (laughs) and nothing (laughs) um but i like that to drip into my rice yes i like saucy rice oh
0: there is nothing better than that
2: no exactly so that's the medium impact yeah and i would pair that with a nice uh Beaujolais? No, oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know anything about wine. I don't know anything about anything. Um, so then high okay, impact. Okay,
0: high impact.
2: High impact. We'll go high impact and even higher impact. Is okay. This is the most time I've spent answering a question ever. No, it's great. High impact, we're going to go with, um, I don't know if you have a barbecue. Okay. But like a barbecued steak.
0: Oh. And some
2: sweet potatoes. Nice. Actual sweet potatoes. Just- like a baked potato. Okay,
0: like a, I was going to say, is it like fried or yeah, no? no it like it's like a baked just, potato. It's just
2: going to be... a. am just describing yeah. the meal I eat at Outback Steakhouse, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, so I will continue with
0: that. get a bloomin' onion.
2: A, yeah, make a bloomin' onion. Um, I'm seeing a steak either barbecued or cooked in a pan or okay. broiled or cooked in the oven, however... Trina probably has some skills that I don't. <laughs> I would cook it on a barbecue, which I don't have one. Sure. Um, and then we're going to go with the sweet potato and we're going to go with some roasted Brussels sprouts. Oh,
0: I love and that. And you can do that
2: salt and pepper, yeah, oil, a little balsamic, garlic. whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be the high impact. Okay. And then ultra high impact. Oh my God. I will be at your house for Beef Wellington on Saturday. <laughs> So start that shit up.
0: I I really hope now, Trina, you have to go onto uh, one of our socials, Facebook yes. or something, and post pictures of your dinner. I want you to post a picture of whatever you you get. Yes, you, please. Whether you order it or make it, whatever it is, or
2: go through all four. Yes, and make a little flip book. I have a a story about my horrible ex who was a cook and made beef wellington for christmas a couple of years in a row oh my god the first time he made it one of my favorite where i just wish there had been someone there to like <laughs> capture it <laughs> right? was part of beef wellington is that it's you know the outside of it is this pu- puff pastry yeah so we had gotten the puff pastry. It's frozen. You're supposed to put it in the fridge,
0: okay, and let
2: it thaw out. Yeah, and then ta- for you know, 45 minutes, whatever it said on the package. Sure. We did. Sure. We took it out when it was time to use it, and it was still totally frozen. Oh no! So, and we were cooking at my apartment at the time, which I had zero cooking equipment. Oh no! Like he had kind of brought over a few things that we needed. Okay, but I had zero equipment. Oh, He's no. like do you have a rolling pin? And I'm like, do you fucking think I have a rolling pin? I don't have two dishes that match. So what I did have was a cylindrical glass vase. Oh. So he was using that on my coffee table. Of course. On the coffee table, the pastry is laid out. He's rolling it carefully with a glass vase that oh, could
0: shatter. That at could any shatter second. any
2: minute, and I've got my hair dryer on it. Oh to no! To try to to try to just like thaw it out.
0: What a weird science experiment!
2: It was awesome. And I wish that I had one, I wish that he was the kind of person that one other person would like to hang out with <laughs> so that someone could have been there to take a picture or a video. That would have been fun. Yeah. I'd so like that's that. just a funny, I mean, that's kind of like akin to like the Woody Allen and the lobsters. Right, at Annie Hall. Right. Like just that kind of scene. Gotcha. Wow. So Trina, let us know what you make. Yeah. Take a picture, put it on. Ask Lori Beth. Yes. At, uh, at ask Lori Beth on, Instagram. Yes. And, and we will share it far and
0: wide. Oh, I can't wait this. I'm very excited. Hey, all you true crime fans. This is Mike Ferguson. And this is Mike Morf. We've got a very exciting segment this week. We've got ourselves a special guest. Are you ready to talk to somebody special, Lori Beth? I
2: am. I'm very excited about this. This is going to be
0: fun. It's our rotating segment of the week, Behind the Scene.
2: Behind the Scene. Yes, so I am very excited This is behind the scene singular. (laughs) Yes. Because there's just one thing going on. (laughs) And this is the only other person behind the scene. Right. Other than Jeremy. We've already spoke to Jeremy,
0: our producer.
2: Today, I am very excited because most, well, all of you love our theme song. Of course. If you don't love our theme song, you're not listening. So we have the gentleman who wrote our theme song. That's right. And I am very excited to get to talk to him. Yeah, let's do it. This is Natty Ward. Hello, Natty. Hey, thanks for
1: having me. This is really cool.
2: Thanks for writing the most awesome song about me to use for my own purposes. That's too kind. It was, I don't know if you've heard um, how I found the song, but. I was, like, scrolling through Facebook, Googling to find pictures of myself as characters. Yeah. And then I see this picture of Adam Sandler from (laughs) Billy Madison with my name under it. (laughs) And I go, what the fuck is this? (laughs) And then I listen to this, which, thank you, that's very, I mean, it's very sweet and, like, makes me happy that all that was such a part of your life and me that you would go to the trouble to write a song that didn't just talk about how I'm a bitch. (laughs) Like those other songs. Do those those songs exist? (laughs) Oh, I'm sure they do. (laughs) Hey, listeners, if you have a song about me being a bitch, send it in. (laughs) So can you, so tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, And first off, like, that's a great story. I was kind of curious how, uh y'all stumbled across this song <laughs> like, my, my hunch was that if you just spotify your name which one might do if you're starting a podcast like sure. this is the only other thing that shows up oh but, interesting cool i like i like your answer uh, a lot with the uh, <laughs> the Villainous picture yeah uh, <laughs> i really nailed the marketing of this <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> uh, yeah um so anyways yeah so uh natty we here um Yeah, I like uh, writing songs and making songs. I've been doing that for a while. The Lori Beth Denberg song itself is about, you know, five years old. (laughs) Uh, And then outside of that, um, I live in New York and I'm a high school English teacher.
2: Oh, Oh, really? So are you about to go back to school?
1: Yeah, so it's funny. um, This is the first week of like uh, professional development training stuff. This is actually my first year as a high school English teacher specifically. I taught previously actually like right when Lori beth the song came out
0: (laughs) nice i uh
1: i was teaching back in florida then i deviated my career path a bit and now i'm back here in new york yeah so this is the first week it's exciting stuff
2: wow that's awesome what grade is it just all the grades what grade are you teaching Uh, 11th. 11th grade
0: 11th grade english
2: do you know what um what uh literature is on your syllabus
1: um, yeah, I'm going through it now. I just saw the curriculum kind of yesterday. So making tweaks as I go through, seeing what makes sense, seeing what uh, we might be most interested in. Um, you're, I was looking for the Lori Beth Denberg autobiography. I don't know if I
2: can find that
0: yet. <laughs> Done. You're, uh, you're a, a music writer and an English teacher. Are you that cool English teacher in high school that's like playing hip hop songs and explaining how poetry can be rap and like, uh... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I hadn't planned on that. Um, <laughs> no. But uh, it's a classic <laughs> trip, you know? <laughs> I like it. So you, what inspired you to to write, what inspired you to write the Lori Beth Denberg song, which I should explain to people, you know, look up Nanny Ward on YouTube yeah. or Spotify. Yeah. Spotify, you'll get to see more of your stuff probably. But um, the song is about way more than just me. Right. It's about, you know... A, I mean, you can explain it.
1: Sure, yeah. Um, yeah if anyone at home you want to listen along, uh, <laughs> you can look me up on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. Um, two of my old albums are there and then Like, There's even previous albums from that. And these are all old albums. I'm actually like in the process of finishing a brand new one. Nice. Which, you know, maybe we can talk about it later. But yeah, so... If you want to go listen um the lyrics are on there on the bandcamp page as well if y'all are trying to, to read along here like i'm like english class yeah <laughs> no, no, so, um yeah so it's a fun one to listen back to um because it kind of like reminds me of where i was five years ago when i was writing this um so this song came out there was like a one year period where i i wrote three albums and i just had a lot of like, really loud feelings i guess and these are some of like the first songs I really seriously wrote. Some of the first songs I ever recorded, um, it's really me exploring the medium and, and figuring things out and trying to just be as open and honest as I could. So, uh, this song came at that moment. Um, I was 21 years old. Mm. Uh, this was like spring of, of 2016 or so mm. I graduated early from college in December. I was wow. like, oh, Pat, getting out of here. Like I didn't know what I was going. I didn't know where I was, who I was, what I was doing. Um, and as a result, like, those are very fertile feelings to just to write a ton of songs for the first time and record them. Yeah. Um, and that's what kind of the word that Denver song was to me. So in doing kind of like live music stuff, I would kind of like mash up 90s songs that had the same chords as my songs like, and bridges <laughs> of it. Nice. Way to get the audience going, you know, and get people singing along. Yeah. Um, so. I was thinking a lot about that. I think a lot of times when we're unsure where we are and who we are, we think back kind of have these nostalgia moments as a way of, of you know, comforts in a way. Um, so I was thinking about that. I was thinking, how can I directly integrate those 90s references that get the people going into the original songs themselves? And I think, I guess, like Laurie Beth Denver, the song was was a study of that. So it was a lot of me looking back and thinking like, wow, like when I was a kid, you know, things maybe felt simpler. Things felt maybe like they were more figured out and more concrete. And in a way, we had Lori Beth Denberg from all that giving us this vital information, which is very simple and silly, but also true. And if that's all we needed as a kid, you know, where uh, did, did we have more confidence back then? Were we more sure of ourselves back then? Mm. Um so I listen back to the song, it's like kind of a sad song, despite it being kind of peppy and upbeat. <laughs> yeah. um, but I also don't know if it's a sad song, because I also listen back and I think it's kind of hopeful, it's kind of cool, it's kind of nice. Because yeah. in the end, it's like, okay, you know, if that's all we needed back then is vital information. Now as adults, with all the confidence and all the knowledge and experience as we have, like it's, it's an overabundance even just a little, you know, bit of information about uh, not talking with your mouth full of squirrels. <laughs> 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 um, so in a way, right, this was, was all these songs and all that I was writing then was a way of me coming to understanding that, you know, growing up, um, it's all about kind of realizing that no one really has things figured out. Uh, yeah. Just figuring things out. We're all kind of actively constructing the world. Um, and it's just remembering that having like the faith and confidence in yourself to, to be cool with that. And there are many ways to to remember that faith and confidence, whether it be, you know, uh, religious practices and symbols and family traditions or a mantra or... Uh, the '90s Nickelodeon star and our childhood hero herself. Were
2: the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, when you sang, did you when you said this next song when you were performing? This next song is called "Lori Beth Denberg." Were there huge cheers
1: <laughs> and women ripping off their shirts? Yeah, the fire marshal was called. Right. <laughs> It was uh, it was a whole thing. Uh, and <laughs> one of the pivotal moments in establishing COVID rules for
2: gatherings. Yes, <laughs> I yeah. Anything I can help with? I'm plus, willing to help with.
0: Plus, it's just one of those songs where you kind of just you sing the first few words, but then the audience just takes over yes. and oh, yeah, sings yeah, right, in unison right, the know, rest of, of course, the song.
1: We all, all know these words by heart. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my goodness so it's it's an orchestrated song though did you have did you play any other instruments did you was it a drum machine yeah so um I guess now
1: my process is kind of the same except I know a little bit more of how to record things back then I still I mean I listen to it now and The quality, I don't know. I think, like, Jeremy did a great job making it sound better. (laughs) So shout out to him for how we kind of chop
2: it up. Trust us, we know how Jeremy makes things better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so when I I do these songs, I try and record them as I write them, which is guitar and vocals, just same time straight through. Um, I can't really use a click track, and I don't know if that's just me and my in abilities in, in music or it's just i don't know there are a lot of different kind of stops and drops and speed ups and slowdowns as the thing feels mm-hmm. so i'll lay down just guitar and vocals as as a track straight through first first cuts and then i'll add stuff on top of that so i think on that album or at least on that song there might be like a bass and keyboard part as well and like some secondary guitar parts and then what's underneath it is neat
2: beatboxing yeah oh
1: so, so that's what I was doing. Cause yeah, I didn't like have a drum machine or know how that stuff worked. So I just made beatbox sounds.
2: Um, yeah. You're I mean. a one man band. I picture you like as one of those old timey one man bands with an accordion and <laughs> cymbals between your knees. Just like Dick Van Dyke. Just like Dick Van Dyke. No, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it. Just like Dick Van Dyke. Song, next song title. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now
0: uh, you said you have a, a new album coming out Uh, I'm assuming there's going to be the 2021 remake, uh, remix of the Lori Beth song on there,
1: right? Ooh,
0: uh, with, with 40% more beatboxing.
2: Yes. Well, no, Clark, the song is perfection.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. I could certainly revisit that one. Maybe that'll be for the, for the next album. Now that the, uh, I kind of took some time off with, with songwriting after, uh,
1: the album after the you blew it billy madison cover album. Uh-huh. <laughs> but now I'm back. The floodgates have reopened. I have uh, back then I thought I had said all I needed to say and I kind of did about what I was saying, but now I have a uh, a font of new feelings that are are too loud, I guess. So, That's amazing. Yeah, on the next one, let's do it. I'm
2: down. Gotcha. Well, well, I'm sure just emotionally and experientially starting as a high school teacher will have quite an impact. Yeah. Listen, Natty, I'm going to tell you right now. Young girls are pretty (laughs) (laughs) or young boys. I don't know where you stand. Keep that boundary. Oh, of course, of course. It's funny, like, so it's funny because people said that a lot back when I was uh, 22 and first starting teaching back in Florida. Uh huh. Uh, And it was kind
1: of wild because the second you're in the classroom, it's like, oh, no, like these are these are kids that I'm responsible for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mentally, it's not even in the picture, which is wild. Cause some of these kids were two years younger than me back when I was teaching then, but it really uh, grew me up, I guess, pretty quickly.
2: Uh, gotcha. Kind of- okay. <laughs> I, I like that answer. I like that answer. I was, uh, I did check with Florida PD. <laughs> I checked your rap sheet before I invited you on the show. But um, I just, I really appreciate, I mean, I, I I'm really grateful that you loved, all that and vital information. Like that means a lot to me then that you are creative and that you wrote this song. And that your your memory and the stuff that you did
0: helped inspire him, get some of those emotions out.
2: Exactly. And that you said, yes, you can use the song for your podcast because <laughs> when nice I, we were looking at like, just kind of stock, you know, like instrumental stuff. And then I found this and especially, you know, it's like I said, there's a lot more to the song. The part that we use is just the bridge. Yeah. And I yeah. said to Jeremy, I'm like, okay, I think this is the best thing I've ever found on the internet <laughs> and we need to use this. So you were so gracious and helpful and getting, you know, helping us get it to where it is our theme song. And I really appreciate that.
0: And everyone, I tell you, everyone talks about how much they love this song.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. That feels really good. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it was an awesome email to get what well, like, last fall, the outreach for this.
2: All right. Yeah, good.
1: So I, totally forgotten kind of about a lot of these old songs. No one had really like reached out about them in a long time. So it was very welcome to get. Um, and of course, like, of, of course you could do, of course, <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but this yeah, will all be, be this will right? all be ruined. If I see that you bring out a song called Kel Mitchell, <laughs> <laughs> like every, like you will be dead to me and this will mean nothing. <laughs> okay thank you so much bunny i appreciate you i appreciate you being here and thank you so much natty ward
1: Woo! oh yeah i appreciate it before i go yes uh if anyone's interested in listening to me go just search me on whatever you uh listen to music natty ward n-a-t-t-y-w-a-r-d uh and i have an instagram as well that i don't really do anything on so follow me so i can become more <laughs> active on it it's at is this natty ward and, uh, <laughs> yes it is it's Um, And be on the lookout New album coming out Very very soon I think it's the best thing I've ever made I'm really excited about it
2: Yay uh, Excellent I will definitely Be checking that out
1: I love it Thank you so much Appreciate it Thank Thank you you.
2: All right. we'll talk to you soon
1: All right. (coughs) Hey What Great podcast thus far I hope it's been A real enjoyable time For you all And keep up the great work I love it
2: Thank you Thank you so much
1: Thank you Thank you
2: Behind
0: Okay. That was so much fun. I really love that. Uh, It is time for our final question. Are you ready? This is it. Yes. This is our final question of the episode. And it is from Anne. It's a little bit of a long one. So let's get started. Okay. Anne says, I've tried for years to get along with my mother-in-law, Barb. I've tried small talk, niceties, gifts, spending time out together, her husband suddenly died three weeks before my wedding, and I helped her plan her husband's funeral while planning my wedding. At times, I thought I actually bonded with this woman. But every time I thought we got close, then I'd hear later on that she talked smack about me to other family. I confronted her directly once and was like, if you have a problem with me, please come to me directly and we can work it out. But no, that's not her style. Barb's complaining about me has caused rifts between my husband and I in the past. Last Christmas, everything came to a head. Pre-vaccines, she wanted to go to Disney during the height of the pandemic. And I'm immunocompromised and take care of an elderly father. I told her if she went to Disney, she couldn't see us for Christmas because we needed a 10-day buffer period to avoid COVID. She got offended and left to have Christmas with other family members. Since then, my husband has blamed me for canceling Christmas on his mother. After two huge fights with my husband about the situation, I told him I needed a break from his mother. I took myself out of the equation. I didn't see or talk to her for three months. I let my husband visit with our kid to her house without me. Our marriage became so much better and happier. There was nothing for me to complain about because I wasn't there to interact with with her in the first place. Per my husband's insistence, we had to start seeing Barb together as a family again with me there at Easter. I've seen her a few times in passing since. She started to help take care of our daughter sometimes again. I have yet to go to her house again, though. I'm worried about seeing her more. I'm afraid to let my guard down, but I want my kid to spend time with her grandmother. My husband really wants us all to get along well. Do I continue to try to keep up the pace, cut my losses, or should I try to work on connecting more with her for my husband and daughter's sake? Or will it just always end badly? She does help out with our kids, so do I owe her? Thanks so much for everything, Anne.
2: And yeah, again, our listeners do not spare us the backstory. I know, which we is get every very detail. helpful. It is because I'm gonna pick out one thing. Okay, in the middle, I'm sure we'll talk about it all. When your husband was going with your kids to visit their grandmother, yes, and you were staying home, yes, your marriage got so much better. <laughs> yes, there's your answer. Yeah, you need to assert your own boundaries, which you're doing, which again, sounds like an eye roll kind of a thing (laughs) to say. Be true to yourself. Um, But also your husband, you don't say whether or not your husband recognizes or acknowledges that his mother treats you poorly.
0: Yes, and that's a very important question.
2: Or if he, or he hasn't said, you know, you have this attitude and that's what's, you know, setting this off. Like you say, you don't give us his opinion or anything he has said to you, except that, you know, he insisted, yes, you go to Easter.
0: Well, also uh, he blamed her for canceling Christmas.
2: That's true. You're right. You're right. So,
0: But that, again, that might just be about Christmas. I don't know. Maybe he is... Uh, standing behind her on the other I mean, if she was able to go for three months without talking to her, clearly he must be okay with yeah. her, you know, taking a break.
2: Yes, taking a break is good. Yeah. Um. Or just saying, these are my boundaries yeah. and I'm not going to see this woman who is... You're not and keeping your children from their grandmother right she's helping watch your kids. she obviously wants to right you know it'd be different if you said she's awful, so we're not going there right so none of none of us are going to see her right that's not the situation. Your husband's able to go take the kids, yep. visit with grandma yep you know if if she is helping with the kids. I can only assume it's like I'm, I'm grandma, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Not that it's not a responsibility, and you know, a, a, it's work. Yeah, absolutely, to take care of children. Absolutely. Um, but do you owe her for that? No, no. And if she's, you know, if it's. The thing where she's like, well, I'm taking care of your kids. It's like, well, I understand that. So you don't have to do that anymore.
0: Tell her you're taking care of her kid.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. So you're even. Yeah. So, and again, I will say, as I often do, just because I'm fairsies, <laughs> we are only hearing from Anne. It's true. Not from grandma That's and not true. from husband. That's true. But let's get her kids in here. Let's make <laughs> them choose. Let's put them on the stand and who, say.
1: Who do you love more?
2: Point on the doll, point to where grandma's mean. <laughs> but um, you know, if things I do understand your husband saying, you know, we're going to Easter. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Sure. And you can deal with it for a day. Sure, sure, and it's sure. A, you're like one of those people that's gonna go to church on Easter and Christmas. Right. With Christmas. If, as you say, whatever is true, then fuck that noise. Yeah. This old lady who's going to die of COVID if she goes to Disneyland is not coming to my house.
0: Exactly. So,
2: and if your husband is pouting that, you know, you're canceling Christmas, first of all, he's probably getting that stick from his mom, yeah, too. Yeah, I can't believe your, your wife didn't want me for, you know what I yep. mean? And that's where the onus is really on your husband. Yes. To be an adult. Yes. And to either have your back. Well, to have your back either way, but to acknowledge and support you that, yeah, my mother doesn't treat you well. Right. Or to call you on your bullshit and say, Well, this is the situation. Yeah, exactly. Maybe
0: if you used a different voice, you sound kind of angry when you've been talking to her. He says,
2: he wants us to all get along. Right. Great. I'm sure you do because that wouldn't, you wouldn't have any problems then, husband. Right. But if he has an idea of how that should go, if he has a take on the situation, That would be really helpful.
0: That's exactly right.
2: And he can't be pussy whipped and he can't be a mama's boy, Mm -hmm. you know, because neither of those things are good on their own. Right. But put together, it's like, where do you go with that? I think it's great. He obviously loves his mother. He wants your kids to have a relationship with their grandmother. Yep. And all of that is happening. Exactly. While you're staying home, A... And not you're you're protecting yourself from going into a situation that's right that you know is going to be well that you assume is going to be upsetting, detrimental, and cause a rift at at grandma's house and back at yours. Right. So you're avoiding that, and you're protecting yourself from that and everybody else, and you get a fucking minute alone. Yeah. Take it. that sounds like Mother's Day where the <laughs> mom just says all I want is for you to take my fucking kids somewhere for five hours. Yeah, exactly. Get out.
0: Exactly.
2: Exactly. You know?
0: exactly.
2: So that's, that's what the deal is. And I don't know if you've, you know, sat down and had a heart-to-heart with grandma mm-hmm. your mother-in-law mother-in-law or if that would be pointless like I don't really know the whole situation well I mean she does say what does say she say, say about
0: she does say that she tried she confronted her directly once uh, but she said that's not Grandma's style.
2: Gotcha. But what to did she talk say? It out. Did she, this is when I wish I would have read the questions before. What <laughs> did she say about the? Well, no, that's what's yeah, that's, oh, that's what's that's the magic of this podcast <laughs> is that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, what does she say that the negative interaction is? If anything, does she say she um, yells at her? She- no,
0: it's uh, that she uh, talks smack about her to other people. So she goes behind her back and is like, she, she's sweet to her face to face, oh. but then she goes to the husband's, you know, sister and is like, oh my God, did you see Anne? She ah. was such a bitch last night, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so it's talking about her behind her back to others. Gotcha.
2: And what I like about that is the the juxtaposition of a grandma Talking smack. (laughs) Exactly. To the extreme. Grandma's like, yo, yo, you never believe what (laughs) Ann did. This bitch be tripping and crazy. (laughs) Um, You know, and that's super passive aggressive and super yucky. And then you're at her house going, well, uh, what, am? what is she going to say about this? Yeah, exactly. I can't share X, Y, or Z exactly. because, you know, I don't want it spread around or I don't want the story going out or, you know, the, the misinterpretation or the, the work of the right. story that's like. You'll but never then, believe how drunk Anne was. But then, you know, no matter what, even if she doesn't say
0: anything, then the next day, uh, grandma's going on talking to other people saying like, oh, she was so cold. She yeah. didn't say one word to me all day.
2: Exactly. So it's like you can't win. You can't win. You can't unless win. Unless you send your husband with the grandkids to grandma's house. Yeah. And sit and have a quiet meal or go out to lunch. Yeah. Get your nails done. Yeah. This is so sexist. Take a <laughs> bubble bath. <laughs> Get a massage. <laughs> you know, do whatever you need work, to do for yourself.
0: Work on some knitting.
2: Yeah, or what you want to do. Have your period. <laughs> Get a hysterectomy. <laughs> Go to the gynecologist. <laughs> Everything a woman loves to do.
0: <laughs> Eat some
2: chocolate.
0: I do think that your uh, plan of only seeing her at major holidays and yeah. otherwise taking a little time to yourself yeah. is still valid. I think that's a valid plan for a couple of years, to be honest.
2: And it worked out really well. You said it It made things better at home. Yeah. You know, and there's only so many events while well, you've got kids, so then there's the birthdays birthdays no there's all this kind of stuff but a lot of those could be um group more group things right but when it comes to just oh we're gonna go see grandma kids wave goodbye to them from the driveway yeah and enjoy your time and if your husband doesn't understand or support you in this then that's a conversation to have with him.
0: That's a different question and that's a different problem. Yes. Because he has to be behind you and standing for you Mm -hmm. uh, because nobody else will. That's the whole point of an in-law is that you have to stand up for the person that's not the blood relative Exactly, because you're their only spokesperson. Yep. So,
2: oh, what a...
0: What a crazy family. Let's think
2: of a few things Anne could do that aren't horribly sexist in her time off. (laughs) Okay. Uh, BMX biking. You could BMX bike. (laughs) No, you could just get stuff done that you never get done. Exactly. You know, I almost just said do the laundry. Like I'm still (laughs) in like 50s housewife 101. You could clean the garage. You could go see a movie. Like Start a podcast. Yeah, you could start a podcast. Yeah, that's what we need is more competition. Um, yeah, so do, I just felt like such a dick. I'm like, and you could do anything women like, which is limited to this list of pleasant, soft items. Why don't you pick flowers? Pick flowers, exactly. <laughs> Sew a new dress. <laughs> Meanwhile, plenty of men are Wait, like, "I is, love sewing." I didn't know this was Anne of Green Gables. It is. That's <laughs> what it is. Tend the field and tend the field. It's getting less green. It's just Gables now.
0: <laughs> Clearly, somebody never read <laughs> Anne of Green Gables. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that was really funny. Um, but it's, it was the last question oh. of the podcast. We're good. That was it. Good job, listeners. Thank you for your questions. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. I love uh, going through these questions. They're so much fun. <laughs> uh, if you have a question or decision that's weighing heavily on you, please send it to us and let LB ease your burden. Send us your problems at com. Go follow us on all the socials at AskLaurieBeth.com. Or just leave us a message with your voice at one 855 336 That's 1-855-D-E-N-B-E-R-G or 1-855-Denberg.
2: And you can, oh, before I pitch myself, yeah. like anyone's still listening, <laughs> yeah. there's a chance, Clark knows this, there's a chance we might not be able to record next oh, week. yeah, that's true. Because I have jury duty. Oh, my God, yeah. I guess we could record at night. Yeah, it's true. We'll figure it out. Or from the courtroom. Exactly. Like I'm reporting. (laughs) Exactly. This is LB reporting from the courtroom about what you should make for dinner. (laughs) Anyway, you can find me at LB Denberg on Instagram, at Lori Beth Denberg on Twitter. And there is a Lori Beth Denberg fan page on Facebook. Awesome. And you can book me for a personalized video. Isn't Labor Day coming up? I think so. All your, all your friends that need <laughs> Labor Day greetings from me. <laughs> uh, you can book me for a personalized video for a friend or loved one at cameo.com slash Lori Beth. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you maybe next week. Unless I'm helping the justice system. (laughs) Thank you so much, babies.
0: question there. Thanks for listening.